Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to Ion Houston. My name is Nick Russo from 100.3 The Bull. You can hear my show Monday through Saturday from 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. And one of my favorite organizations here in Houston is the USO of Houston. And this is also my first year as a board member, and I'm pleased to welcome to the show the woman who helped to make that happen. She's the executive director and former Army captain, combat veteran, and military spouse, Lorraine Westerfield. Lorraine, welcome. Thanks, Nick. So great to see you again. Likewise. I want to take this quick chance to say thank you for including me and allowing me to be a part of y'all's organization. Um, always dreamed of being on a board someday and helping out um and i know the this is just the beginning there's a greater capacity coming so i want to say thank you for including me it's really awesome I, i'm so grateful that you took the opportunity i know you're super busy and um taking the time to support our military members is uh really appreciated by us thank you well it's my pleasure i thought about how i could uh, be a bigger part of the community use this platform of the radio station and the bull and um everybody here at odyssey and and the military is very close to my heart and i've when I looked back one day, I saw how many of my family members served and I, I kind of felt remiss. I was like, man, I, I feel like I should have served or like I didn't really pay that close attention or close enough attention. So how could I give back um, my time and my, you know, my curiosity, my creativity. And so again, thank you. Now I want to know a little bit about your background because some people may be meeting you for the first time. Uh, when and where did you serve and how did you get into the military? Take me back into the day. So back in the day, <laughs> I actually got an army ROTC scholarship to the university. University of Kentucky, and um, this was pre 9/11, so back uh, back many many years ago, before all of that. And um, I ended up getting a scholarship through the Army, which gave me an opportunity to um, go to college, which neither of my parents got to do, which was awesome. And um, and then gave me a job right out of college. I ended up at the 101st Airborne Division in Fort Campbell, Kentucky, and uh, deployed with them to Iraq and back, and served a couple years. Uh, uh, here locally in the National Guard as well. Now, you, we mentioned that you're a military spouse. Is your husband still serving the military, or is he also retired? Is that the right term? He will retire. I, I'm a former military officer, Army officer. Um, I got out before my retirement, but he has um, just less than two years to go. So, been a military spouse for 17 years, so quite a long time. So, where is he today? Does, is he working, like, is he deployed, or is he working here in-house, or here in the U.S. somewhere? So, he actually serves in Austin at the headquarters, um, but 
he is a full-time airline pilot. And so he is one of those citizen soldiers where he actually does a regular full-time job and then does his uh, weekend warrior time with the army in Austin. It, it sounds like he's kind of like undercover then if he's flying, because is he flying commercial planes? <laughs> yeah. He so flies. he's flying commercial planes, but he's also an uh, active military member. That's correct. So like, that's like a double shot right there. It's a little sneaky. I like it. I like it. <laughs> so how did you get involved with the USO Houston? So I was actually serving in the energy sector as a project manager after I got out of the military. And um, I really just felt a longing to get back into service. So serving from the military and looking at um, kind of a career change. And I found a job with the USO and um, applied for it. And um, that was seven, almost seven years ago. So it, it's been it's been really fun um, to be a part of an organization where I feel like I'm really making a difference um, in so many lives every single day. You absolutely are. Uh, if you just join us, welcome to Ion Houston. This is our community show where we talk about great organizations here in the community that help our community in many ways. And Lorraine Westerfield is here with the USO of Houston. And some people have heard the USO of Houston name. I know many people maybe have seen it in airports or seen it at Rodeo Houston during Feed the Troops. You are always so active in the community. Uh, tell me what the USO of Houston does for active military veterans and the community in general. Absolutely. So the USO's mission is to strengthen American service members um, by connecting them to family, home, and country throughout their service to the nation. So that's a lot of words to say that we're always by their side, that we are the force behind the forces. So we have over 250 volunteers who, in our different centers, like you mentioned the airport. So we have a USO center at um, Bush Intercontinental Airport and at Hobby, where service members and their families who are coming through the airport can kind of relax between flights, check their military email. Um, maybe they're shipping off to basic training and they've never actually been out of the state of Texas before. The USO and the USO volunteers are there to welcome them and to help them along their journey. Now, I was in the National Airport a couple weeks ago and I saw a USO of Houston, or I see USO of Houston, a USO lounge there as well. Is that all connected? Yes. So um, the there's USOs at most all of the airports, the major airports across the, the country. Um, Love Airport actually just opened their first center um, last a couple, maybe last month. Um, and so they're they're all over the place, all over the country. You can you can definitely find a USO. Again, thanks for joining us here on Ion Houston. We have Lauren Westerfield, the executive director of the USO of Houston, joining us today. And we were just mentioning how they have these airport lounge set up in different areas and different airports around the country country for the USO, but April is a really big month for military families. Tell me what's happening. Yeah, so April is actually month of the military child. So I have two children who have both have military parents. Um, each of us have deployed and our kids have gone through a lot of hardships that they never signed up for. And so we um, or the military community has designated April to really honor and support those military kids who may not have other children in their school district who understand what it's like to go through a deployment, or maybe they've been through six deployments, like some of the kids who are stationed around Fort Campbell or um, in those kind of areas. So we are focused on supporting those military kids and their families. We're hosting a military kids ball. It's our second annual. So those military kids will get to dress up in whatever kind of formal attire they would like and show up with their military parents. So it could be a dad or a mom. So kind of like a daddy daughter dance, but much more inclusive since I was a military member and I am a mom. So I wanted to make sure when we did this program that all military members and their kids felt 
um, welcome. So they get formal pictures, they get a dinner, there's a DJ, we're doing dancing. Um, and we always need more support. So whether you're interested in volunteering with the USO or supporting us financially in order to do these family programs, um, we are looking for people to continue to get involved. Now, what if there's a family listening right now who fits that bill they are deployed here in houston they haven't heard of the uso houston this is their first time and they are interested in that are y'all allowing you know uh, people to reach out to y'all to be a part of that we are always trying to get more military members to know what what is going on um, we're very very active on social media so you can find us on facebook and instagram um, twitter and what are um, the account handle names it would be uso houston Yep, easy you can peasy. find it. Find us pretty easy <laughs> across social media. And then you can also just go to our website, houston.uso.org, and get all of the contact information for me, programs manager, anybody within the USO. Now, you mentioned the uh, volunteers are needed for these events as well. Is that the same route that someone should take if they want to participate and volunteer? Absolutely. So if you go to our website, you can go to houston.uso.org, and there is a section across the top that says Get Involved. You just go to Volunteer, and um, you actually have to go through an application process and get trained on how to volunteer, whether it's at a center. Um, if you're going to work at the airport, you actually have to go through the badging process and get a background check from TSA. So it's not a fast process, but um, it's very, very rewarding. And uh, we have lots of opportunities across the city. It's not just at the airports. There are opportunities at Ellington Field or um, out in the community as well. Now, real quick, kind of backing up to the military ball. So I have this image of all these there's so many schools here in houston i mean i i, I came from a, very, a really small area where we had one for you know every little town had one and there were like 200 of us there so uh, i imagine that there are students or kids all throughout families all throughout houston that come together and it kind of shows them that they're not alone right is that kind of the idea behind the military ball also yes so getting the military kids together especially in a community like this i told you i came from fort campbell where we lived off base, but almost every one of our neighbors was a military family. And so there was a lot of support system there. But here in Houston, it's very spread apart. So if you live on the north side, you may not know anybody else in your neighborhood. So bringing those military kids together and also creating a positive experience with the military uniform and the child. So after my husband deployed, he was home for about a month um, on leave, and then he had to go back to drill. He's in the National Guard, and he put on his uniform, and it still breaks my heart to think about it. It's locked in my memory that my five-year-old at the time said, Daddy, don't leave me. Don't leave me again, and was bawling when he put that uniform on. So creating positive experiences for those military kids in connection with that military uniform is a really important part of what we do, connecting those families. That's really deep. I yeah. never really thought about that that side of it, for sure, where the uniform actually became like a sign of sadness because yes. it meant that you were like your loved one was leaving. Yep. So what are there any other events going on for to to help military families during the month of April or is the military ball the main focus? That's our main focus because we are such a, a widespread area. We try and do one major program event per month. We still have our USO Center open on Ellington Field um, and other programs that we support, whether it comes to military tickets or um, events and things going on. So following our social media is the best way to get updated on some of those fast turnaround events. Awesome. Again, you, if you just join us, this is Ion Houston, our community show where we talk about great organizations and we talk to great people who are helping our community. The USO of Houston, one of those great organizations. And in the month of May, there's a couple fundraisers going on. Uh, what we have planned for the month of May? 
So May is actually Military Appreciation Month. So um, the, we have a snack drive and um, outreach event going on twice. So we have May 1st, which is going to be at the Harris County General Store from 12 to 4. So come out. You can find out more about the USO. You can bring snacks and things that will go to our service members that are going through the airports or are deployed and um, also find out about volunteering or getting involved. Um, And then on May 22nd, we'll be doing an event again this time on the closer to the north side at spindle tap brewery so 12 to 4 out there bring some snacks we'll have um, if you go to our website you can find more information about what we're looking for granola bars individually packed nuts those kind of things that are um transportable and so those will go to the uh, to the lounges we mentioned earlier in in uh, George Bush Airport to uh, help feed some of the troops while they're waiting. Yeah, it, just like everybody else, all of the inflation we have a specific <laughs> budget um, that we had assigned for this year, and um, things are much more expensive than they were. So being able to to stretch that budget and make sure that we can continue to to serve all of those families that come through our airports or um, uh, service members that are on drill weekend that are down at Ellington Field, that's one of our centers as well. Awesome. Well, it sounds like there's a lot going on at the USO of Houston. Uh, to find more information about everything we've talked about on the show, you can go to houston.uso.org. And that's the official website. Also, they're easy to find on social media. That's actually how I first came upon the USO of Houston a few years ago was on Twitter. And I was like, wait a minute. I, I recognize y'all. I used to work with y'all back in the day. And that's how Loren and I connected. Uh, Loren Westerfield, thank you again for joining me at, on Ion Houston. You're great as always. Oh, thanks, Nick. It's been a pleasure. Great. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com.